0: Welcome to Lead and Lift with Shabade Jagla Ramnath, the podcast where we work with high achieving moms in leadership on their communication and confidence. Now, our host, Shabade. Welcome back to the Lead and Lift podcast. I am your host, Shabade Jagla Ramnath, and today I'll share with you how to get more done. As a mom, a wife, a coach, a consultant, and an entrepreneur, there's a lot going on each day. I am just obsessed with how some people take the 24 hours each day that we're all given and they achieve so much while others literally waste the day. I love the topic of productivity and it's no wonder that it is one of the habits of high performers. Earlier this week, I was sitting at my desk and I received a cancellation for a meeting. Now, all of a sudden, I had an hour free on my calendar in the middle of the day. What should I do with this time? I'm sure this has happened to you. Do you just leave the computer or the office and go for a walk? Take an extended break? I mean, come on, it's a free hour you've got. Call a friend and catch up. Or maybe you pick up the phone and you start surfing social media. Or do you just tackle some work that you had scheduled so you can get ahead? If you don't know what work is on your plate or what you should be doing, most likely the gift of this hour will not be fruitful and will be wasted. You'll spend time looking for what work you have due or you will get sucked into answering emails in your inbox Now, let's not get started on those Teams messages that just keep coming up every second. Think of this for a moment. Do you know what you're not doing when urgent, unexpected work shows up? In the past month, I've been reading a book called Getting Things Done. The Art of Stress-Free Productivity. Now, I was at a bookstore actually looking for a gluten-free bread book, and I was looking for the cooking section, but I gravitated towards this book because I thought, hey, I know that I'm productive, but I also know that I can get better. So my goal was to find a few tips that I could implement immediately into my life to increase my productivity. I tried a few and believe me, I have seen progress. Yes, I would say that I'm organized, but there's some things that still trip me up and I know that I can get better and I can get faster. Maybe that should have been the name of the book, How to Get Things Done Faster. So today I want to share with you three of those tips that I've taken from The book by David Allen. I will put the name of the book and the author in the show notes for you. So you can just listen to these tips, see which one resonates with you. And in the end, what I'm going to ask you to do is just choose one of them that you're going to implement today into your life. And then, you know, give that some try. And I guarantee you, you're going to get an increase in your productivity. So the first tip that I want to share with you is this one called. The two minute rule. Now, I loved this because I was doing something similar. I just didn't have a name to call it. And, you know, sometimes I need to know that it's okay that I I left the mail for later. So just like you, I get a lot of mail and I have a few email addresses also. I've got one for business, one for personal, one for consulting. I know some of you got way more than three, but I've kept it to three. And I signed up for several products too. So I'm on a few mailing lists. Some of those emails, I don't have to action right away. I can leave it for later, but they all come into the inbox. Keeping my inbox under control has been a challenge for me. Yes, I have a system. However, I know that someone has always cracked the code and is doing it better. So I'm always looking to see and learn from somebody else who's implementing something a little differently from mine to increase my productivity. So the next time that you get an email, I want you to remember that this is a moment that you need to make a decision. You need to take some action and that action could be you respond to the email, you delete it, it's a reference email. David Allen in his book says that deciding to not decide about an email or something else is another one of those decisions which drains your psychological fuel tank. Now, I can relate to that because sometimes you get one of those emails and you're like, oh my God, I can't deal with that right now. I need to sit and think about how I'm going to put that response together. And that's okay, You know, I want you to know that is okay because you've made a decision to not action that email right away. You're going to do it later. Maybe that's why I felt like I could not deal with all of the emails that I had. So sometimes I just left it. Now, a tip that I want to share with you is that if I leave the email, I do have time schedule at the end of my day where I clean up my inbox and I can action that email. So schedule time that, you know, I can sit and I can really focus and I can address that email. You've been thinking about your inbox the wrong way. You know that that's what I've been telling myself and that's what I'm sharing with you too. It's a processing station, not a filing station. Now in the past, believe me, I did this in the past. I kept it in my email because I knew where to find it. And I was scared that if I filed it away, maybe I wouldn't be able to find it because, hey, I didn't have a system back then. So to me, it was safe in my inbox, but that's not the purpose of the inbox. The purpose is it's a processing station, so there are things in there that I need to action, there's things in there that are important, you know, that requires my immediate attention, or things in there that, you know what, it's just junk, I can delete it. And stuff that I can reference later on when I, you know, I want to read something or I want to do something. So I've changed the way I think about my inbox now. And it is a processing station. What I've also done is I've applied that thinking to the things around me. So in my home, in my office, right? organizing that space or having a place to put things. It really, truly makes a difference. And to me, this really came to be and I really was aware of this in myself because in the past couple of months, I moved and yeah, I had a plan to move. I had a plan for moving day and my plan ended when I got everything into the house because stuff was in storage stuff was in a rental place, you know, I just needed to get everything back into the house. And then my plan ended. But then now each day I'm watching all these boxes in every single room in the house and it was driving me nuts because my brain was focused on, well, we gotta unpack this, we have to sort this out. And every box that I open, there's a decision on where do I put this thing? some of the things in those boxes we didn't open for three years and yes you're probably thinking i should have thrown it out but those are all my good stuff i can't just throw that out so it had to be processed to see do i still need it where am i gonna put it and if it's gonna be de- if it's gonna be you know deleted or thrown away let's make a pile for that in the garage so my husband could take it over to the dump or we can give it away to somebody if it's really good Anyways, I digress. So what I was sharing with you is thinking of your inbox as a processing station, thinking of the things in your life that are out of place in the house, in your office, as I need to get them all into like an entry or a processing station so that I can make a decision on where it goes and then it's in a space, it doesn't get in anybody's way, so I get it off of my mind. Now, here's a question for you. Have you ever sent an email to someone asking them to do something and then the due date comes and the thing's not done? You know, they forgot. I know if you're in corporate, man, this happens every single day. And, you know, it, it's happened to me so much that sometimes I sit and I wonder, it's like, how did, how did that fall through the cracks for them, right? And the excuse you get when you try to ask them about it, hey, you know, that thing was due, like, you know, why didn't you do it? The excuse you get is, well, they're busy and your request isn't the only one that they have. And sometimes I even heard the excuse of, um, well, you don't understand. I have over 500 unread emails in my inbox. What I want to share with you, my friend, is these are just symptoms of unproductive people without a system to process the items in their inbox. Perhaps they use their inbox as a massive storage, like what I was telling you about earlier, to hold every email that ever comes in, convincing themselves that it's in a safe space and they can find it. And if they move it to a folder, it can get lost. Hey, like I said, I have done that in the past. I know the symptoms of that. And I've also found ways to address that and not be living that way anymore. And that's why I'm so psyched up and excited to share these tips with you. As I was reading Getting Things Done, this was my aha moment for me. You know, I trust that when I make a request to someone in an email or a voicemail, or even in a meeting that we've just attended, that just like me, that person has a system and they're gonna take that action and it's gonna be processed. Unfortunately, my aha moment while reading that book is, many people do not have a system. This really made me pause and think on how I can set reminders for people to make sure that, you know, when I make a request that it gets done. Because now I'm going into this thinking, most likely they don't have a system. And my friend, I ask that you, you th- you give that some thought too. you know, have you ever asked your spouse to do something and they said yes, when you asked them and then weeks later, the thing isn't done. And of course it's on your mind because you're like waiting for the thing to be done and you're watching and the thing isn't being done. I know you know what I'm talking about now and if you remind them that they forgot to do the thing, they might end up saying you're nagging them. Right away, I've realized that maybe they don't have a system to process it. For me personally, I've shared with you before that I have a planner on my desk and for everyone in my house, including my children. I've told them if you need me to do something for you you need to write it in there because if it's not in there I will forget. So it's on my desk all the time they go and they put the thing in there if they need something. So all I'm sharing with you in that is make sure that you have a system and also understand that other people may not have a system so how can you help them remember without Nagging them is what I would say. So, the things that I implemented, especially for my corporate clients who are always juggling too many places, too many plates at once, is while going through that book, David Allen talked about creating an action folder, like a to do folder, and also creating a waiting for folder this for me I had had this before in my calendar as delegate things that I've delegated but I like you know his his concept of waiting for because now it doesn't matter whether I'm waiting for it from my boss or from from team that I have or you know from someone else in the organization it fits nicely into a waiting for folder so now when I get an email I apply the two second rule, which I told you about in tip one. So I read the email and if I have an action that I can do in two minutes, I do it. If not, I file it away in the action folder because that is for me to do. Now, during the day when I get free time, I review that action folder and I schedule the work in my calendar so that I don't forget And I have focused time blocked off to do that work. If it's an email that I need to get information from somebody else, I would put myself in the BCC line. You know, they gave us that BCC line for a reason. So I put my name on there and then when I hit send to the person, it puts a copy in my inbox, which I drag over into the waiting for folder. Now, another tip that i do personally is i always in the subject line of my email i put a due date so that the person knows if they're scanning through their email that they need to get something done by a certain time what i've noticed is this process has worked beautifully for me in the past few weeks and that's why i am so excited to share it with you now because it's a new habit that I am installing where, you know, I read the email, I drag it to the action folder, or when I send an email and I am requesting information from someone, I put myself in the BCC and drop it in the waiting for folder. Sometimes I forget. And sometimes I hit send and I didn't put myself in the BCC line. It's okay. I just go back into my sent folder and I send myself a copy of the email and I file it away in the waiting for folder. It's a new habit that I am trying to create, and I know that I will get faster in time. So don't beat yourself up if you forget to put yourself on the BCC line. It's a new habit that you're installing with these actions, with these tips, and like every new habit, it's going to take some time. So give yourself the grace and give that a try. Now, I like I mentioned to you, I've had that aha moment where I realized people have no system. so. I make sure that I put things in the subject line of that email that I can get their attention because some people are slave to those messages that pop up because I've realized they don't trust themselves to have a folder or a system for it. So as an example, in my subject line, let's say I have an executive deck that I need for review and I'm sending it to. You know, someone at the top, I might put in the subject line ACT for action. And then I can put executive deck for your review. And then I put due October 7th. So right away, when that person sees, you know, cause the mail has the subject in there, they can see act. So there is an action for them. They can see what is the action they need to give me their review and they can see a due date. So that also helps them file that email in their system or get to that work by a certain date and time so it helps me filter urgent emails it helps them filter emails and what i do is because this email would be sitting in my waiting for folder because now i'm waiting for that executive review that deck to come back on the 7th on the 6th i would go in and forward that email again and just say reminder. You know this item is due tomorrow by x time so i've realized that and the same with you my friend you we've got to help other people when we're requesting things meet that goal instead of just telling them hey that fell through the cracks you dropped the ball so having these tips in there really really helps and i've seen a lot of increase in my productivity because i can quickly find the items I'm looking for instead of scrolling through the email and looking for it. The third tip to share with you is, David talked about this in his book and the question that he asked is, what's the next action? For me, I asked it a a little differently where in my meetings, I would also ask, so what's the next step, right? Because this forces clarity. You know, have you ever been to those, I'm sure you have. Have you ever been to a meeting in the corporate space and there's no agenda? You go and you spend an hour and everybody's talking and you leave and you feel like, hey, you know what? I just wasted an hour. No one knows what action they had. They don't know what they need to do. And everybody just walks away thinking the other person is going to do the thing. So asking that question what's the next step or what's the next action like David mentioned it in the book really forces that clarity on what do we need to do next it also gets the owner to identify and take accountability for that item so there's ownership there is increased productivity in asking that question because everybody knows what they need to do they're not struggling to find out hey what do you think i need to do and it also gives a sense of empowerment because they feel empowered to do the action and they're not thinking well i thought she was gonna do it so i don't know if i should do it because i don't want to step on her toes so asking that what's the next action or what's the next step it helps each of us take responsibility to get clarity on that next action instead of you know that famous word assume we assume somebody else is going to do the thing and then you know the urgent messages come saying yeah man that thing was due and you didn't do it i challenge you to try this in your next team meeting right or if you don't have a team try it with your children you know you're having a conversation with them and then you ask them hey so what's the next step you're going to take so that everybody knows what they're gonna do. As a bonus tip, what I wanna share with you is, I talked about this briefly in the episode I did on the 10 birthday lessons, and it was about getting a book, like a notebook, or I like writing instead of typing it on the computer, getting somewhere to capture the thoughts that come up in your mind. Because there are open loops in there. Between the time you woke up today, like like think about this for a second, right? Between the time you woke up today and now, did you think of anything you needed to do that you still have not done? Maybe, you know, the laundry basket is still sitting there. There's dishes in the sink. You got some bills to pay. Your Your boss needed something and you didn't get it to them yet. Like all these thoughts are in your head. Have you had a thought more than once? Oh my gosh, you know, that that bill really needs to get paid. It's kind of due tomorrow, right? Well, my friend, it's a waste of time and energy to think about something that you make no progress on. It adds to anxiety and can leave you feeling overwhelmed. How do you make space for more joy in your life? If you have all these open loops in there all day this thing is playing in your mind and as you go through the day more and more things come into your mind and they're just there so my, my, my final tip to share with you is to collect those open loops get a binder or a notebook and on each page write those open loops that comes to your mind Things like, you know, that we just talked about, pay the bill, put gas in the car, you know, something that you remember you need to buy in the grocery, somebody who crossed your mind, you know, as I'm saying this, I remember because I didn't write it down yet. I was working on this episode. My cousin came to my mind this morning and I said, hey, I'm going to put her down. When I did my journal, I I put an action down to give her a call today, right? Right. You know, sometimes people pop up in your mind and it's an open loop. It's time to connect with them. Build a budget. You know, that's probably been nagging you for a while, but you know, the money sort of isn't there. You should really build a budget. So it keeps playing back in your mind. By writing down those things out of your mind, you captured it in a safe place and it allows your mind to let it go. Right? Now, you're not just going to leave it there in the book. You're going to look at the items and you're going to decide what's the next action that you need to take on that. And then you schedule that in the calendar. So the thing about the bills need to be paid. Well, you know what? Today, the bill isn't due. The bill is due next two weeks. So you can schedule that into your calendar so that you get it off your mind and it's in a safe place because you're going to see it in the next two weeks when you get to that day and you can pay it. The thing about what I just mentioned to you, calling my cousin, when I did my journal this morning, I wrote it down and I have it later on in the day so it's going gonna, it's gonna to get done. I will remember it so I can get it off of my mind. If it pops back in, I can release it because I've actioned it. I've captured it. Just pick one tip that I shared with you and implemented. And I promise you, my friend, you're going to see your productivity increase. And the other thing you're going to see is that your confidence also increases because you can keep your everyday items under control and you're able to take on more things now because you have a system, you have a process to deal with things that are coming in. Even if it is the one where you get a notebook and you write down those open loops in your head, you can then see what you need to action. That will open up your mind for focus time and to create new ideas. And you know what? You may even feel a sense of excitement again, because you're making progress on all those open items that you have. If you need a coach to implement these tips into your life, because you no longer want to feel the anxiety or the overwhelm, then or you need to set up a system to process your items, then I am here to support you. My gift, you know, it is October here in Canada, and it is our Thanksgiving month. And my gift to you for listening to this podcast and sharing this podcast and being on this journey with me, we can spend an hour together one-on-one on on zoom and we can go through some of these items you can access my calendar directly at leadandlift.com forward slash coaching there are available spots in there that i've opened up so i would love to meet you to hear the challenges that you're going through but more importantly to help you get that breakthrough right on that call that we have, and we can spend a whole 60 minutes on that. Like I mentioned earlier, productivity is a high performance habit, and it's one of the things that I am truly obsessed with. I am just amazed at, you know, just increasing your productivity on something by 10% frees up so much time. It does increase your confidence. It, it increases your motivation also. And all of a sudden, you get a zap of new energy to tackle the other things that's upcoming on your plate. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with one friend so they too can benefit from increased productivity and better focus and they can feel joy again in their lives. And remember, my friend, you have the ability to lead and lift others along your journey. Thank you for listening to Lead and Lift with Shabade Jagwal Ramna. Make sure to subscribe and follow so you don't miss another episode. You can find our guests' contact information in the show notes. We have resources to improve your leadership, your communication, and your confidence at leadandlift.com. We invite you to go check those out. Stay tuned for the next episode.